Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Chat. <laughs> hey, see how are you? Hey, Alicia, I'm good. But you know what? It's only Thursday, girl. Wishful thinking. <laughs> oh, goodness. You're right. <laughs> it's been a long week, girl. It's been a long week. <laughs> it has. Oh, We've been traveling all day. We've been rolling all day. So, yes, I'm a little <laughs> sleepy right now. You and me I'm both. Lisa and I right are, Yes, we're coming to you guys live from Fort Worth, Dallas. We are down here about to embark upon the fifth anniversary of the Sister of, of Essence Book Club annual event. So I think Lisa and I are actually working on one hour of sleep, and that happened very early this morning. <laughs> yes. But welcome to Let's uh, Chat. We are so happy to have you here. We are going to try to keep our eyes open and our eyes on the prize, which is actually giving you guys a great show. My name is Tony, and you are listening live to Let's Chat, and I am here with the sleepy but fabulous Miss Leisha, my fabulous co-host. And we have an awesome show on tap for you guys tonight. I love this topic, Leash, eye candy. Girl, you can take that any kind of way and go with it. And when you're tired, exactly, you don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> right, but... It's not there. Uh, eye candy Ooh. is just something that I thought of as far as books. Books are eye candy. Mm-hmm. Um, covers are okay. eye candy. Content I'm is glad eye you cleaned candy. that up. Synopsis is, <laughs> <laughs> is eye candy. That is that is the eye candy um, because packaging is very important, especially as an author. Mm-hmm. Um, Right. Packaging yourself, packaging your product, all of that comes together when you're branding yourself. 
So eye candy mm-hmm. is very important. You have to have eye candy. You got to be eye candy. Your book has to to just breathe eye candy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting concept, and I am so glad you cleaned that up because you know. When you're half awake and half sleep and you see eye candy, you could just perk up and think one thing when you are going in the wrong direction. So we are gonna gonna stay on par here, thanks to Leisha and her double standard topics here. I never know what she means until she actually explains it to us. You know, she got me I see the topic in the day and then I'm thinking, Now what does she mean? I try not to ask because we like for the show to be authentic. So when we get on the show, this is actually our first time talking about the topic. That's how authentic we like to have it. And first reactions are the best reactions. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, actually, speaking of eye candy, um, I am having my event in March, um, and that will be mm-hmm. my luncheon for um, literature. My I call it the eat and greet. And we will have mm-hmm. eye candy there. We will have Travis Cure there. A.K.A. Mm-hmm. The Cure. Um, and Ooh. he will be there hosting. So, yes, there will mm-hmm. be eye candy. He he is considered eye candy. Uh, but he is on um, a lot of covers, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. People use his image on their covers. So he is a cover model as well. And I didn't even know mm-hmm. that. And a few of the authors reached out like, yeah, he's on my cover and he's on my cover. I'm like, wow. So I thought mm-hmm. that would be great to have him come in and give us a little eye candy. Be that eye candy. candy. And if you'd like to know a little bit about Mr. Eye Candy, Mr. Cure himself, just check out our archives. We actually had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he is not what I thought he was. He gave us a fantastic interview. It was a lot of fun. He really did. Check out, out, make sure you listen to it to the end because Alicia and I may have some unseen visitors in the studio to, to Mr. Cure because that's his superpower. You guys that have listened to us constantly know I've been on this superpower kick. And his superpower <laughs> is to be the invisible man. So whenever we see some paper shoveling or some chairs turning around for no given reason, that's Mr. Cure in the studio. <laughs> I definitely, definitely agree. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I actually see him on an, at an event at the end of March, and I'm going to, I'm going to laugh about this. I'm like, yeah, we have some papers moving around in in the chat room. Was that you? Mm-hmm. Stuff All of a my hair blowing on my neck, you know, my chair spinning around, and <laughs> that's that's Mr. Cure up in the chat room, raised out of the chair. Yeah, right, that's that's the cure in the chat room. But he's awesome. That was an awesome interview. You get to catch it on iTunes, uh, or you can catch it on Blog Talk. So that was an awesome, awesome interview. Um, Next week we have an awesome, awesome guest on as well. But tonight we have two fabulous ladies coming and kicking with us in the chat room, author Terry Branch and author Anitra Hill. I met these two young ladies Uh at the 556 Kickback event um, in Atlanta. And I'm telling you, Anitra is just a ball of fun, okay? You are going to have so much fun with that interview, T. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. And we're going to have a special call in. Um, 
Justin Q. Young is here. You oh. are uh, co-writing a book together. Mm-hmm. All right. So I love Justin. We call him yes. Q. He is such a good friend to the show. He's family. <laughs> yes, he is. And he's so he very, very talented. Very talented. Mm-hmm. If y'all have not peeped out any of his um, paint and sips in your area, make sure you do so. Very, very, very talented. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of Q, if you're in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, he's actually going to be at the Circle of Sisters this weekend doing what he do best, which is mingling with the readers and making great memories. So make sure you guys head on over to Jacob Javits Center. That's up in Manhattan, uptown, midtown, or however way you want to get there. Just get there and show support because that's such a powerful and that's a huge event. So Q is going to be there. You got to catch him because I just happened to catch him on a fluke last year when I visited. I ran right into him, and it was so good to see him. So make sure you guys check out Circle of Sisters and look for that Justin Q. Young. And while you look for him, make sure you pick up his book, Digmatized. Man, just just Absolutely. saying a name, just like, ooh. <laughs> I always tease him about that, too. But he's awesome, guys, seriously. Mm-hmm. And his pen is legitimate. You have the best read yes, um, and eye candy that you can have. Now, that's some serious eye candy from cover to cover. Serious mm-hmm. eye candy going on there. Make sure you pick it up. So, well, once again, Leisha and I get yeah. caught up in the show. This is Let's Chat. You know, just a little bit about Let's Chat for those new listeners of ours. We so appreciate you guys for tuning in. Here on Let's Chat, Leisha and I, we like to celebrate literature as well as music, arts, anything that's relating to our community. We bring it right here on Let's Chat to our listeners and as well as to ourselves so we can get to know the passion behind the drive in those various fields, but we do it the royal way. Ain't no other way to do it but the royal way, no matter what the genre may be. Our show allows all avid readers as well as authors to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment, and that's what we strive to do, to bring you the type of environment that you want to tune in every week. And in addition to that, Leisha and I learned as well. We, we we just got a new author in our in our library last night. Just check out that archives. We had Anthony Fields and Saeed Salam. Now I'm new to uh, Anthony's pen. We actually going to meet him this week this weekend in in Dallas. Can y'all believe I'm in Dallas? Tell, pray for me, people. Pray for me. I am the biggest New York <laughs> Giants fan, and I'm in the middle of Dallas country. I am in my room. Don't tell nobody I'm here. I got my giant gear. No, just kidding. But I got a giant. <laughs> but I got a giant blanket. Thanks to Leisha's great husband, Chris. Thank you, Chris. I'm gonna be wearing it proudly. <laughs> As a cape. <laughs> on the run. On the run, leash. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That is so funny. <laughs> Catch me if you can. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so funny. Oh, man. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be right back. Yeah, we need a break, please. We're going to play some of that Bebo single. As Lee's like to say, he's not just an author and a director. He is. A fabulous rapper, so check out Bebo Single. Enjoy.
want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time Once more she gone Like glass jars Use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whip and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time Once more she gone Like glass jars Use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whip and I'm gone Shorty like my body Set my name first Gonna make up Go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know what's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige. Hump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong, roll up one whip and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong, roll up one whip and I'm gone, how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and son? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The poor taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer Things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whip and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whip and I'm gone All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We over here talking and talk about eye candy. And get your minds off together, people. Books <laughs> are eye candy. Covers are eye candy that, that just sparks up so much inside. Cover models are eye candy, too. Some of these covers, yes, they are. you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Sometimes that's the first thing that catches your eye leash. You know, you see a cover it's and you're like, oh, let me backtrack. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you look nice. at the, the here. <laughs> exactly. 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 So we have two fabulous yep. guests today, Anitra Hill and Terry Branch. And speaking of that cover, I Candy, she has a, um, a book that she's writing with Jessica Young 
called mm-hmm. Firestarter, and there's some serious eye candy on that cover. Hmm. Interesting. Can't wait to hear what that's all about. Just the title alone, talking about eye candy. Sometimes titles could be eye candy, you know, like actually like just cute stigmatized. So that's a little bit of somebody's type of candy. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Please, can you? This this is gonna be a crazy show. <laughs> wait till yeah, the ladies get in here. I can't wait to chop it up with them. <laughs> oh man! See, I'm trying Absolutely. to um, I'm trying to log in because uh-huh. I left the plug to my laptop, so. Okay. Well, we do have some people in the queue, and if it's one of the ladies, if they press their one, I'll just bring them on into the chat room. Otherwise, you know, me, I could just keep going on and on. I'm in that type of mood. Up, oh, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> We're going to bring in 757729. Welcome to the chat room. My name is Punchy Tony, and I am here with Leisha. What's your name? <laughs> Where are you calling from? <laughs> Punchy hey. Tony. Hey, hey, how are you? Hi. Oh, yeah. How are y'all? This is Anitra Hill. Hi, y'all. Hey, Anitra. Hey. How you doing, sweetie? I'm fine. How are y'all? We are well, good. We are good. <laughs> now, for, uh, before we get into this, to this topic, our topic today is eye candy. Um, okay. But before we get into that, for everybody that doesn't know who, who author Anitra Hill is, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Um, I'm a um Hampton, Virginia native. Um, I was under Kiki Swanson, but I'm with um Shasta Kennedy Presents. Um, the author of The Right One at the Wrong Time is a three part series. Also, Love Slave. Got a couple anthologies under my belt, and I have also a lot of um, upcoming projects as well. But yeah, I'm most known for Love Slave and The Right One at the Wrong Time. Oh, Love Slave. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the way she said it. Oh, yeah. This is Tony and Nietzsche. Tell us a little bit about that love slave. <laughs> love slave. This is sexy erotica. Um, but it has a great uh-huh. storyline as well. It's one of my most nastiest books ever. But I had oh, a good time writing Let me get on the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a must. That's a must. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. She. She, that cover is some eye candy, okay? Oh, yeah. That cover uh-huh. is eye candy right there. Yes, and ma'am. Okay. You got to, you got to, you can't just be touching all over. You got to go in and give us a little bit about Love Slave. Okay. Love Slave mm-hmm. is actually, um, it's a, a different storyline, but, yeah, it's a good. Um, it's about a former boxer. They got knocked out with one hit. So, um, boxing was his love. And um, he got knocked out of one hit, so he lost his he lost his he couldn't um he got a brain disease, so he wasn't able to um wasn't able to box anymore. So he found his newfound love, which was sex. So the doctors were telling him and his wife that you know you're not gonna be able to um you're not gonna be able to uh, remember everything. So his wife was like, anything that mm-hmm. you can't remember or that you want to remember, put in your love slate, your diary. So that's what he did. All of his encounters with his different love slaves, he put in his in his diary. 
so that he will remember, uh-huh. you know, you know, and his wife joined in on a few things, and it was it's a it's a nice, sexy novel, but it has a great storyline as well. Oh, all right. Those are the kind of that that type of eye candy that you grab you in with just the the cover and then the title and then the story behind it. That's a three part oh, yeah. phenomenon right there. That's a threesome. <laughs> my favorite. That's, that's my favorite novel yes, out, of, out of all my novels. Yes. That's your favorite. So what was going? Yeah, that's her favorite out of all three. Now, what yes. was going on that uh-huh. made you decide to write Love Slave? What was you going on that. when you decided to pick that cu- that title itself, okay? <laughs> to be, uh-huh. for real, to be honest, I had no idea what, no idea what I was about to write. Actually, um, my graphic designer had a cover, a sale on covers. And that was actually uh-huh. one of the covers, but everybody acted like they were scared of it. So I said, you know what, let me get that. And the title, the example title that she had up there was Love Slave. So I kept it up there. And so I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to a little bit. And that's where my mind took me. I had no idea what I was going to do with it. But mm-hmm. when I started, started moving, that's what I came out with. Wow. That's How much fun did you have writing it? Man, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> when I say I was always I was always the author that's scared to write too much sex things because I was scared of what people were gonna think about me. So I would touch that, that title. Bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, I mean when I say every book I try to do something different. I try to challenge myself to do something different. So I say, you know what, I'm gonna step outside of the box. And that's what I did. Because mm-hmm. when I say it's nasty, it's so nasty. But it's so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that eye candy. I, I candy always works that way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know something, Anitra. Sometimes when you step out the box and put that fear aside, some of your best work comes out of that pen. You know, you have no inhibitions. You don't have you don't have anything that's like hindering you. Or like, what is this one say? What are they gonna say? You just feel free, and that that ink just flows. And some of the best exactly. work comes out of that. Freedom. Yes, and I mm-hmm. for real, for real. And I say I've written plenty of novels, but that is my favorite. And I've written, I've written that one the fastest, and it's totally outside of my box. But when my publisher read it, he was like, "Oh my God, I've read many books, but this is the best book I've read in a long time." And he's one of the ones he's going to be honest wow. with. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I have to pat myself on the back and say I really did my thing with it. Well, you know, at least I read it on one click. <laughs> <laughs> I, know that's I got right. my I got my paperback. I got my paperback version. <laughs> <laughs> you are so yes. welcome. Now outside of writing, what is mm-hmm. it that um sparked Anitra Hill's passion? Mm, my family. My family and music. I don't I don't do music but I just I love music. I love writing and I love my family. Mhm. Wow. Speaking of music, Anitra, this this is Tony. Speaking of music, tell me what song would be the 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 uh, soundtrack for Love Slave. I can't even imagine where my mind can go with that type of title and what's between those pages based on what you've shared with us. What what song jumps out at you? I can't do one song. I got to do a CD. I got to do Ooh. a CD, and that would be that would Great be awesome. 
Usher's confession. Oh, girl. Yeah. I love that. I love that that's soundtrack. Yes. Yeah, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. Got to. You know, confessions and love play, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> you right. Because you he had a lot of confessions in that. <laughs> yes. I agree. Yes, he did. He was somebody slave to something. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes. Now, throughout your writing career, this is Leisha. Throughout your writing career, who has who has given you the most support um, throughout your literary journey? Hmm. I would have to say, because my support system is awesome. I'm not just saying, but Mm -hmm. I'm so serious. My support system is awesome. The people that knew me when I was in school, carrying a notebook around. Because I, I always carried a notebook. If I won't doodling, I was right. It started with poetry, then it started, started with short stories. So those people that remember me walking around with my notebook everywhere I went, that's my my support. Mm-hmm. They um, have supported me along the way, and they're still supporting. So I would have to say they had the biggest influence. And then my publisher, I say he's awesome, he's awesome. I would have to say he's a, he's a big support as well. But my loved ones mm-hmm. and my friends and my family have really done it for me. Mm-hmm. Now, how does great. he get connected with your publisher? Support. Say it again. I'm sorry. How did you get connected with your publisher? Actually, we were both signed under Kiki Swanson. Um, he was always pushing his um, he, he was always pushing his paperbacks, but we were signed with Kiki Swanson at the same time. <clears throat> we got together and we had a business meeting. Me, Shantae, Nikki Roundtree, and Terry Branch. We always we all got together to do a business meeting, talk about different projects, and you know, networking together. And I just got to listen, and he was explaining everything to us because I was going to actually self-publish after my contract was up with Kiki. And I just got to listen, and he was not only like talking, but he was teaching. And he mm-hmm. taught me a lot about the industry. He actually was pushing me to do it on my own. But I was like, you know what? I have a lot of learning to do before I jump out there like that. So from that business meeting, I was asking about signing with them, and we went from there. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that relationship was started. Yes. Yes. Yep. And that's Tony again. Go ahead, now I want to ask you know this. I'm just really fascinated by your your passion and and the love slave being your your baby. If you had a yeah. most powerful scene in it in that book, what what was your most powerful scene and the inspiration behind it? Hmm. I would say the the most powerful scene would be. Um, <laughs> see, I'll be telling too much. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if I use the one I want, I'm telling you too much. Yeah, you don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, he had he had a female he was messing with, and she actually became the girlfriend of him and his wife, and Ooh. she passed away. So he went home, and his wife was there, and he went to lay in the bed, but. He noticed in the bathroom there was a tub full of water with bubbles, and the mm-hmm. the bubbles and stuff had started moving. 
as if someone was in there. And then he could see the water separating like somebody was getting out. And he just felt her presence come there. And it was just, it was just, you have to read it. And that scene is just there. So I'm putting wow. me, as I'm telling you now, I'm getting chills because it's like, I'm sitting here like, dang, did I just write, did I write that? But you had, you, uh-huh. if you read it, you'll feel what I'm saying. Yeah. That was my. That sounds pretty powerful. Yeah. Because my imagination took me somewhere that I, kn- I didn't know that it could take. So I think that would be mm-hmm. what's the most powerful for me. Mm. All right. Wow. <laughs> sharing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some things going, going on over there with that pen, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Some things going on with that pen. So what can we look forward to coming out in the future after um, Love Play? What are you cooking next? What's cooking in um, Anitra's kitchen? Um, I'm working on quite a few projects, but my favorite would be, um, it's called Split Decisions, Second Between a Rock and a Soft Place. That's with um, Baltimore's own, the king of Baltimore, SOS. He's a male entertainer, and he's one of the characters oh, yeah. in the book. He's on the, he's on the cover, and he's actually going to do the release party as well. So that's one of the, oh. that's one of my, my favorite projects coming up. That's probably going to drop in February around Valentine's Day. Wow, that sounds sound like that's going to be nice. Oh, yeah, that you one will be nice. You've got to come back and share well. that with us. I definitely will. I'm excited about that one. Yes. <laughs> yes, that one will be wow. spicy. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And thank, and Valentine's Day, too? Yeah, that's going to be hot. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Just imagine a release party, though. Oh, yeah, that's going to be tough now. Where did you say that was going to be again? And where would our tickets be available? I know that's why I definitely let y'all know ahead of time because y'all would definitely need to be there. That's a party. That sounds like it. Yes. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Now, I want to go all the way back. I want to go back because, see, this pen is a little nasty, and we talked a little bit about this at the um, the kickback event. You know, mm-hmm. our model mm-hmm. here on Let's Chat is, if it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, oh, yeah. then ask Starbucks for some coffee. So I'm going <laughs> to take you back to, okay. to when this pen started doing these nasty things. Now, <laughs> what was going on that made you decide that you actually want to sit down and write a book? My first nasty book or my first book, period? Um, but first book, period. Because, see, that first book has a segue into the nasty pen. So something okay. had to get you there. Okay. Um, like I said, I was probably in middle school. I was writing, I started with writing short stories. I was like, well, I started with poetry. Then I said, if I can write poetry, I can write a short story. So I wrote a short story. So then my mind got bored. So I said, if I can write a short story, let me see if I can do a novel. I started playing with a novel, playing with a novel. Then if I could find it, it probably was the worst. But my mind told me that I was going to finish this novel. And I started with my character uh-huh. development. And, you know, it wasn't wasn't too nasty because I was younger back then. But, you know, it was real life issues that were really going on. And probably took me probably about 10 years to finish the novel because I would put it down, pick it back up, mm-hmm. 
put it down. You know what I'm saying? But then I started working at um I started working in the call center. So like between my mm-hmm. calls, I would pull the book back out, start writing. Probably started on a whole new one because I probably had lost the, the old one in between then. But I made I made up my mind that I was gonna finish it because I was quick to do that. Start something and then don't finish it. So I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish this. So it probably took about in right in between calls. Probably took about a year, and I wrote the right one at the wrong time. And mm. I went back and doctorate some years, you know, some years later, and made it more grown upish. But Mm-hmm. That that's where I started writing the short stories and wanted to expand my mind and see if I could do actually a full full novel. Mhm. Wow. Now I'm listening Absolutely. to you, Anitra. This is Tom. This is Tony. I okay. now I know where I have seen your name in the anthology Sex Therapy. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. Leash. Leisha, you have to pick <laughs> this book. I read that. Anitra, because we had Sean Sinclair on the show a couple of weeks ago, and we challenged him. Mm-hmm. He had the nasty, nastier pen writing those sex scenes. Is that uh, the one that is that uh, yes. poetry? <laughs> oh, Girl, okay. Leisha, you got to pick sex. I was all up in that book. That was a great, I loved the way each client, which client was yours? I can't remember which client was yours. I was Brandy. But each one, you were, yeah. see, each, Brandy each we had Doc, Dr. Moore was the yeah, central was the central person, right, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly. And everybody had to write a, a patient of his. Girl, mm-hmm. that, y'all did a phenomenal job. Y'all did a phenomenal job with that. It flowed effortlessly. Do you hear what I'm saying, Alicia? Thank you. Sex therapy. Remember Sean was on the show, and he was, Professing that the men write the better scenes, or every last one of those authors yeah. did their thing. <laughs> right? Yes. Mm. And what's mm. funny is before before we had done that book, I had never met Sean. I had never physically uh-huh. met Sean, and nobody read nobody's story until actually the book was put together. So really. I was when I wrote. I was like, "Yo!" I was really impressed. It did turn out really good. Really good. It was fantastic, Leisha. And I'm. You got to get it, girl. You would not be this. You would be. And what took me so long to read this? You guys did a great job. I met Sean the first time in Newark, New Jersey, at a book event by Keisha Green, who's now Keisha Frazier. Now Mm -hmm. that was our first Mm -hmm. time. And then Leisha and I saw him again. In Atlanta, and uh, it, 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 he he challenged us to read that book. Remember, Leash? He challenged us to read it, and I took some time between editing and read it. And I couldn't put it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and believe it or not, for real, when I read it, when I read it for the first time, I was like, "Why?" And I, we didn't know whose story was whose until the end. So I'm like trying to figure out who was who, and I'm like, "Oh, they nasty." Hey, but everybody, <laughs> they, 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 they really did. Now he said the men were nasty. Really yes, yes. See, the thing is, I think that a women write better sex scenes than scenes than men do because mm-hmm. we are more in touch with all of our emotions. Mm-hmm. Even our our more masculine emotions, because you know sometimes women have both sides. 
Agreed. But he right. disagreed with that. He disagreed with that because I a lot of times I'll read a um a sex scene or even an erotic book by a male, and it seems a little disconnected with the sex, like it's not flowing. That it's it's a little off on in that particular area of the book. Not all authors, but some. So he mm-hmm. broke that down, but he disagreed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Of course he did. <laughs> All the stories flowed And I loved the ending I'm not going to give away But that ending was powerful Yes it was It was It was It really was was. I was was impressed I was impressed myself Mm -hmm. We actually all You were part of it right (laughs) Yes ma'am We all six of us did a great job Mm. Great job I really enjoyed that Thank you for that that Eye candy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you did. (laughs) It was a fun project to do. It really was. Mm I can really imagine. (laughs) Now it's all coming together. See, that's that nasty pen leash. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Pen game strong. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> so, Anisha, do you have any additional signings coming up where you will um, be displaying that nasty pen? Uh, I don't have any dates set in stone, but um, I do know we have something in um, Baltimore in November, but I don't have the exact date. And we're supposed to be mm-hmm. with the... Um, the don't read me, read a book. Um, something with them for um, sex therapy in December. I think December the tenth. But I don't really have. Mm-hmm. I don't really have nothing um, set in stone yet. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. So I was trying to trying to slow down a little bit, but I don't want to slow down because right. I might slow down all the way. So always and looking for to get there. back up. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. But if you have anything in the Michigan area or the the New York area, that's where Misha and I reside. You know, let us know. We'll definitely come out and support because we love recording okay. um, authors and especially our guests. Just getting to meet them and it's uh, it's yeah. like it's like you and Alicia met in Atlanta. Those those are precious moments and 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 you can yes, only grow do. from them and, and go forward with it. <laughs> Yes, Absolutely. yes, I agree. But you know, Alicia, it was a pleasure meeting you. Yes, I was just getting ready uh-huh. to say that. This is a prime example of what I always say. When uh, when uh-huh. when authors don't have that word of mouth, because every reader hasn't read your book, so word of mouth doesn't flow everywhere. It flows majority of the places, and it brings in readers. But your personality uh-huh. is what brings in new readers. And her personality, mm-hmm. her energy alone and just the passion. I love to hear um, the passion behind mm-hmm. why authors write the way they write. I yes, just love mm-hmm. to hear the passion and the fire that kind of burns for the craft. So she went in. I was like, this is going to be so much fun. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> she is awesome. She, she really is awesome. Thank you, Lisa. They both are. You yes. are welcome. You can they hear it. Thank you can you. hear it through the interview, you know, and that's it's what Lisa and I do. 
<laughs> it comes through the interview, and, and, and we hear it as well as our listeners, but we have a hand up leash. I'm not sure if that's our next guest. Uh, it's 757-660. Yes, that's our next guest? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's my okay. I didn't want to have a guest. I didn't want to have a guest have their hand up and not, not bring them in. Should I bring them in or just hold on a little bit? Uh, yeah, bring them in. Bring them in. Okay, we're going to bring in 757-660. Welcome to the chat room. What's up, girls? How y'all doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Sherry, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. What's going on, ladies? I'm excited about this interview. I'm over your height. Like, I'm having my internal <laughs> pep rally right now. <laughs> I got my internal pep rally going nasty on. Yeah, we yes. talking about some nasty pins and that eye candy. <laughs> oh, I said in the in these novels, I don't know. I just love writing about sex. I don't know what it is. I love writing about sex, like it is, like it's crazy. Look, look, I said, look, my 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 original pen name is Arthur Terry O. Arthur is Terry O. Branch, but you can call me Miss L- um, Pinstress Love Jones when she nasty. Ooh, ooh. So All love right, to see on the So I'm super right. excited. I was hyped all freaking day long. You know, I'm here. I'm in here weaving these women's heads up. So, so I've been weaving uh-huh. heads and all hyped. Everybody been leaving out looking good today as a result of y'all interview. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for all of those that do not know, uh, Arthur Terry Branch, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and some of your work. Okay. Um. Well, um. By profession, I'm an entrepreneur. I got like ten thousand jobs, you guys. Um. I am by profession a hairstylist, but I have a salon and a school here in Virginia, and um, I'm also owner of Cheerboss Cosmetics. And I, um, what else? I got like a lot of things noted, but I got like a million things I do. <laughs> um, I'm a mother. I'm a native here in Hampton, Virginia. Um, I'm a mother of two sons, which I love very much. They are mm-hmm. the, the foundation, God first, but they're my foundation mm-hmm. for everything that I do. Every day, day the reason I breathe. Ever since I was a single parent, um, I'm, and I don't take anything from the women that have, you know, good men in their lives. But I had to really do it by myself, so I couldn't afford to let them see anything less than strength. So with me, mm-hmm. I'm a motivational speaker too. So I'm out there yapping this mouth of mine now, getting paid to run this mouth of mine. <laughs> so I love what I do. Everything I do, I use pretty much everything. All my professions, I use. Weekly, pretty much. Um, I love writing. Mm-hmm. I got into writing because here in my salon, I had ladies telling me I gave great advice about dating. One of my clients came in one day. She all down and filling out, and I'm like, "Girl, you better get excited about meeting and writing, man." But just spending this time over here worrying about this one for, um, you know, it's something you have when you're mature and you're complete. You understand when mm-hmm. something is for you and when something's not. So you don't spend a lot of time on things that are not for you because you're going to miss what's for you. So right. I was talking to them about it, and they said, well, why don't you write that down? And Because I, I do a couple of authors' hair, and one of them happened to be a minister. And I was like, I'm not a writer, girl. Hairstyles, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I've always loved to read ever since I was young. I mean, not nasty books, of course, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> I always love to read So I would just write these things down Like she told me 
And then she said, I think it's in titles. So for some reason, the game from a woman's perspective kept coming to my head because we always listen to the guys. We have a barber and beauty salon here. And the guys always say, what's up, man, you know, and what's up, player? And so we start mocking them. The ladies did. We were always mocking them. Like, what's up, player? <laughs> so that's where we start saying, hmm. They think it's a game when they're dating women. So you know what? I said the game from a woman's perspective. And pretty much what it's saying is dating from a woman's point of view. But I wanted to make it mm-hmm. fun. So I did that, and I did a photo shoot at Blue Williams Sports Complex to, you know, to make the cover. I wanted a clean basketball court. And I had this beautiful model that modeled for me from Milky Way Hair to come in, and she had a referee outfit on, and the guys they had, they, they were supposed to symbolize opposing teams. And one had black, one had white. They both fine, though. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it's pretty much trying to teach women to date because we think dating is tuning into one man, not sleeping with every man, don't get me wrong, but tuning into one man sometimes. That man could be a good man, but he may not be the man for you. Or you could waste a lot of time with right. a man that isn't for you. So sometimes the dating is not just physically going out. This is a conversation over the phone, you know, things like that, not telling everybody where you live mm-hmm. and all that other crazy stuff. So I kind of, like, took my chapters, and I got really creative. And I let my mom read a little bit of it before I put the erotic portion in it. <laughs> and so what I did is I said, <laughs> she was loving it, too. She was up to me, yeah, girl, you telling these women right. And then after I did the erotic, I said, oh I can't give my mom a copy. How can I do this? But anyways, <laughs> we go back to my storyline. I decided to use basketball terms as my chapter names. The first player, um, first chapter was key player, which symbolizes you. You got to love yourself before you're being capable before you can be capable of loving or receiving love from anyone. So back in the day, my grandmother used to say that. I was like, what does she mean by love yourself? I know I love myself. Then I start thinking, you got to be comfortable with um and and. and whether you are with someone or not, you can't be dependent on somebody. I got to always have somebody in my face to be happy. You got to be complete before you get with that person, and then they can mm-hmm. add to it, not just oh, I'm just waiting. He, this man, complete me, because then you're ready to kill yourself and all that stuff afterwards. Because you know, oh, I'm about to die because he ain't with me. So mm-hmm. nevertheless, mm-hmm. you're your Kobe Bryant. When you see Kobe and and and, and LeBron, they shoot threes. Their whole team get hyped, right? So if you shooting mm-hmm. threes, meaning loving yourself, your whole team gonna get hyped. It's gonna be you gonna your confidence gonna shine. So it's gonna make people pay attention to you. It's gonna make you get that right man in your corner versus the wrong man or the wrong woman if you are male. You know what I mean? So pretty much right. loving yourself, you're capable of being loved or receiving love and giving love. But when you are when you are um just tuned into um given it and you haven't completed yourself, then, you know, you might go, I'm not LeBron James on my team. You're, you're, you're Kobe Bryant of your team. So they shooting mm-hmm. threes. I'm shooting threes. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> so with me, mm-hmm. I like the key player. The, the key the player, ball, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. So, they, so what I did is I went through it, and my next chapter was drafting. And you know how you draft team players for the team? So they got to pick the best mm-hmm. one. So drafting means dating. You know, and, and, and going through, and the next chapter went on to be what, um, I think, uh, I can't remember the exact chapter that came after that one, but it was drafting, and then um, you had another one where we had, where they have halftime, and, you know, halftime, you know, all this singing and stuff. Well, halftime would be time, taking time for yourself, 
and chilling and, you know, not playing games with anybody. Somebody call, you know, maybe we'll take a rain check on that date. Because that, that week you need to take some time and spend some time with yourself going out to the movies by yourself or or taking a hot bottle bath, things like that. So at the end of the whole book, it's pretty much teaching you to go through these steps to condition yourself, to love yourself. But what I did at the beginning was add a erotic fiction to the beginning to make it fun. So I created this character, Tracy. They all seem to think it's me, and it's not. <laughs> and Tracy goes through meeting her first love, him drowning, and then going to her, um, you know, being um, going on and getting married, that not working. So that was her being introduced to the game. And so at the second part was her recognizing game, and that was when she met Mr. CEO and Mr. Um, ATL. And Mr. CEO was one of the guys they really, the women really, really loved. He was, like, really, really sexy. And he was doing all these things. And so she's learning, like, wow, this is what it's like to be free of being stressed out because I'm trying to force something that's not or trying to, um, you know, just, just relaxing and loving herself first and then being able to just have fun and, and stress-free dating without, you know, being committed and worrying about commitment, let that flow, let that come naturally. And it was just just a really good book. It was my baby. But I can see the growth from that book to now. Now, look, I need to Uh shut up and let y'all answer the questions. Look, I'm just going, ain't I? (laughs) But I told y'all I was hyped. (laughs) I told y'all I was hyped. I was like, yes, I'm ready. But that's a beautiful that thing. Baby. That's a beautiful thing, though. That's the way we like it. That look, that's yes, the way that we like it. That's the baby. kind of that was like that we love. Yes, I was yes, hyped. I'm like, I was like double saying, dress, ready to jump in and jump. I, just jump in where you fit in. But Alicia and I was talking about this earlier. I said, I'm excited for this show because our guests are excited for this show. And, and that's a gem when our guests are, are excited yes. as we are. I'm like, that exactly. girl keeps putting the show out there. We would just say, I'm excited. She's made me excited. <laughs> Look, y'all sound like my partners. My partners, we just um, launched a new uh, franchise, and they were like, girl, you hype. they like, we got 33 emails. I got it. I said, oh, I got a 60 something. They're like, whoa. <laughs> but I love people. I love to talk. I love people. And it's just me. Uh-huh. You know, now I know my purpose. When they say God gives you a purpose, my purpose, purpose is to share and inspire others. And I know when people Absolutely. listen to me, I know when I connect with people, my smile, my energy transfers. And I love that's that right. thing. When you, it's amazing when you know your purpose. You're walking in your purpose. So that's, that's the way right. I feel. I get hype about anything that God gives me that he supplies me with. And one young lady asked me, she said, you thank God in your books and you write erotic. I said, how do you think you got here? I said, he gave me <laughs> the strength and the ability. I said, don't make me start preaching to you. That's right. <laughs> I know that's so, right. I know I that it. is right. I, I, wow. And I love writing well, now that we back on them, them nasty pens, let's begin with this fire starter. Let's begin with this fire starter. Ooh, baby. Girl. <laughs> Look, it's going yes. down. You know, God, like I told you, he put this, these things in your head. So I had an idea. And, and and before I pitched it to my co-author, Justin Q. Young, I had an idea to write a flip side book. I was like, I want a book that you flip it over, and I wish I could get with an author. And people love his digmatized. Digmatized? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He loved that. And then they loved my Gotta Be Shiesty because it was really sexy, a lot of twists and turns. So what I did is I said, I had already started writing, 
And I said, um, so my pen sister, Anitra, came over, and we all, she all cheated over the titles. She said, why don't you name mm-hmm. it something? So we can name her Nana Fire, F-I-Y-A-H. <laughs> so in my character, mm-hmm. I went this far because I did this for sex therapy. I like doing research. So what I did is I connected with the uh, sex addiction therapist. I learned the di- difference in the sex therapist and the sex addiction therapist. So I sat with him, and he was also a sex addict at one point. And so I wanted to feel, I just sit down, I just want to feel how I felt just to walk through the parking lot, just to come in his office to see the, everything from the, the, the stuff on the walls, every, like his degrees and the way his couches were made, and just, just to see what he would do when a customer comes to him, you know, a client comes to him initially, so I can incorporate it in sex mm-hmm. therapy and in fire. And so what I did is I started writing about this chick, and she, she's addicted to masturbating. <laughs> so what she does, she do a lot of different things, and she's a it's a deep story on her background of why she liked that. And she don't even realize it. She's scared of intimacy with a man, but it's kind of weird because she kind of wanted, she kind of visualized being with a man, but she's scared. So without giving too much of the story, she eventually, um, our characters, me and Justin, we played back and forth. Like, he, he write, mm-hmm. and it, it was kind of sexy, so I had to put the book down sometimes. Like, uh-uh, I can't write this thing. Uh-huh. Like, he sent me a scene uh-huh. over, and I was like, let's, oh, no. Let's get him in the, in the chat room and see what he see what he wants to expound on. Hold on one second, ladies. We got, we got a okay. chat room full of we, we got a chat room full of heat. Hey, Q, how you doing, sweetie? Hey, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> he must have dicked the pie. He loves hey, you all in the room. So this is, this is his element. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with y'all? Thank you. Hey. We're talking about that scene you sent. That scene you we sent over here to me. Yeah. And, and it made me, I was like, wait a minute. So I'm writing to this scene that he wrote me, and I'm like, oh, no. I can't be here right now. So I had to put the computer to, to shut the damn computer. I was like, oh, no. Uh-uh. Man, that's some, that's some heat right there. <laughs> but you know what's no really question. fly is the way we, uh-huh. our dialogue went back and forth with one another. We took our time to carefully make sure our dialogue connected. And so that's the amazing thing about this book that makes it different. It's not just a collab. It's not just like an anthology or anything. It's actually our characters, when you mm-hmm. read it, they connect. And that's the sexiest. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to one click. I'm, I am yes, ready to get so one click on, girl. <laughs> so we trying to, we trying to take this. We're trying to take this thing all the way to the top. So we already t- contemplating on what we're going to do for part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, all, I'm already now, looking at part two. We talk about these nasty pens here. Now, you got you to gotta tell everybody who may not know who Justin Q. Young is a little bit about yourself and that nasty pen you got. Oh, man, here I am on this beautiful night in Richmond, Virginia, standing in front of the Kroger spot. It's Justin Q. Young. Author of Move That Dough, Digmatize, The Writer's Gift, and the upcoming novel, Playing with Fire and Fire Starter. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. But we, but we, we said we're talking about pens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about them nasty pens. Look, the work that, that I, I just can. put in, the, work, look, the homework that I just put in for Fire Starter, like I had submitted it to, um, to Shanta and, and Terry, and after speaking to the 
to this uh, sex therapist. Mm-hmm. Now, I gotta go. I gotta go back into this book because it's the, di- the dynamic of a person who's dealing with those kind of dysfunctions, man. Everything just has to be in sync. So when you feel like when you think, oh, the character he pulls to be a certain way, mm-hmm. if you match it with the the DSM uh, characteristics in the book, man, you mm-hmm. find you, you find that you find that it's just it's just so complex. I'm on the interview. It's, it's just mm-hmm. so complex, but I'm I'm excited about this book. I can't wait to have the paper back in my hand. The cover inspires. You see the cover oh my God. on my page, the third page. Man, I just, like I say, and, and what's crazy is the flip side book. So once you read third story, you got to flip the book on the other side, and you got to read my story. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay, and I want to take you back. I want to take you back because you said something about talking to the sex therapist. So we got to go back. We have some background noise. Uh, some of our listeners are finding it hard to hear. Hello? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Okay. okay, go ahead. Now you said take you through the process? Yes. Tell us about the sex therapist, this, this research uh, you did. Yeah, well, well, I had a friend of mine. That's, this is this is what she does. She's, um, you know, she has different clients that she come in. So, you know, I had reached out to her, and I had told her, the kind of character that I had wanted to develop uh, for this story. And, of course, you know, she asked me questions, and I was thinking, well, I want him to, to um, almost similar to Terry, have an addiction with masturbation and stuff like that. And she said, well, hold on. She said, most don't most men masturbate? I said, yeah. So she said, well, what's abnormal about that? So I said, yeah, you're right. So it has to be something else dealing with, not just masturbation, but something else going on with them. So my character, um, and if you're familiar with, like, digmatizing and stuff like that, my character is always dominant. He always um, having sex with different women and stuff like that. So it's more like a, a dominant role. Well, in, um, in in this new story, the dude, he really, he, he, he feeling insecure about different things because he can't, he can't finish, you know what I'm saying? And not only can he not finish, he has to, it's, it's other factors that has to come into play in order for him just to be aroused, you know what I'm saying? So it just speaks more into the dysfunction and why um, why you have certain individuals who are comfortable online masturbating um, and just, and just, Needing other factors to come into play in order in order for them to seek that kind of gratification. So, like I say, the the homework was extensive. Turned mm-hmm. in the story, and I said, "Hold on." After rereading, I said, "Man, nah, it need to be. It need to, I need to have some more twists and turns into it." So, once you once mm-hmm. you read it, it's like it's like three different situations going on in this book, man. That, like I said, I mean, I'm I'm just excited. Uh, just to get some feedback on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. I got one wow. question, and then yeah. we want to swing in with uh, uh, Nietzsche in here. Now, because you you made a, a good point about males and 
just just helped us step a little bit into their head. But emotionally, how does that make a man feel when they can't really finish or they can't really do it the way they want to? Because I don't think a lot of times we understand because sometimes, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I've been one of those, you'd be like, that's it? Or, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> but you never really stop to think like, oh, I'm sorry, that was a little insensitive. It just kind of comes out that way. But that'd be the first thing we say, like, oh, Yeah, true, true. But that's I, all? But, but you know what? It's, and it's like two different sides. I feel like a woman should be proud that she done made a man um, come all fast and stuff because – that just means that he has been just – you have gotten him just that aroused. He's just that excited, you know what I'm saying? So when he goes in, he enters you, and he can only stroke full five pumps, and he got to pause himself and, you know, collect himself just to get it together, and then he might go another another couple of more. Man, it should be something uh, applauded for the woman having that good, <laughs> something that good and make him do that. Yeah, yeah that's real because I, I call him. I call him quick draw. Oh no, no, if he's doing that, look. No, no, if he's doing it every time, that it's good. It's that he's no, no, drawing it, it, with look. everybody. Yeah, yeah we call him quick draw. If he's doing it every time, then yeah, it's an issue. That he, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, might yeah. need some freedom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what call do you ladies think? What do you ladies think about that? I think it's a, it would mean sometimes it could be disappointing, especially if, you know, they come. sometimes most men come off like, oh, I got it, I'm going to do it. And then you, like, disappointed a little bit at the end. So I just call them quick draw quick drama girls. Hey, tell them about that one thing. Who is this, Anitra? Is this Anitra or, or Terry? It's Terry. That's Terry. Terry, tell them okay. about that one dude. Right. <laughs> Which one? Oh, the, the one that, that he be, was getting. You be calling around. <laughs> That you be calling uh, in the shop, quick draw. Oh, with the one that I said he was um, beating on the stairwell, talking about the neighbors know his name? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. I said the only way somebody knew his damn name is if he was going over there introducing himself because it won't no way. It won't no way. I said, oh, my God. Like, yeah, he was horrible. Oh, my God. But, but he I'm thinks he's killing you. it. Wow. Yeah, and he'll get up and point, <laughs> pick his fingers and point back at you. You like, uh, uh-uh, uh, player. <laughs> yeah. But this wow. book, I got on. I know. I know. I got on Justin's nerves because I, yes. I had in my head how I wanted it to be, and I yes. was like, oh, Justin, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. I know he was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this bitch is getting on my nerves because I was, yes. I, was <laughs> I was being so picky. And then, um, like I said, I had seen a sex therapist, addiction therapist. Um, prior to writing sex therapy with um, our crew with Sean Tenery, my favorite publisher in the whole wide world. And um, yes, yes, yes. He's a teacher. We love him. He is our brother, our family. So he is an amazing person. He cares about you and he really follows through with what you say he's gonna do. But um mm-hmm. like I said, when I went to do we were doing sex therapy, I um my clients, I have so many different connections. So I went and talked to the sex therapist and he was also a sex addict as well. So I was able to get you know, something from him from both sides. And he taught me there's a difference between a sex therapist and a sex addiction therapist. A sex addiction therapist, he told me that that is a per, um, for people that um, have addictions that continuously, have, they can have sex, but they have, a you know, strong sexual addictions. With um, sex therapists are for people that can't have sex. So somebody can't get it up, can't get ready, can't seem to 
you know, do what they got to do. So he taught me a lot, um, you know, in that session with him. So I was really, really proud to be able to take it that, you know, that far and to really incorporate that in our book. Justin and I were super excited because, you know, um, to come up with an idea like this and to have him write on it with me was amazing. And he was, I think he was like the perfect choice to collaborate with this. And then, then the wow. cover, he just killed the cover. Like, the cover was, he just killed the cover. So that was just amazing. So we can't wait to release it. We want to do an intimate release party. Me and um, Anita were um, talking about doing something together, too, for Choose Your Poison, which is one of my other books, Choose Your Poison, Confessions of a Stripper. We were talking about doing something, too, together, me and my pen sister, Anitra. And um, mm-hmm. we just have so much stuff going on, y'all. I'm just so excited with all these books. I got Gotta Be Sicey, Part 1, 2, and 2. Part 3 is going to come out mm-hmm. soon. Um, I got Trick or Treat. I got um, Death by Chocolate coming. All, I'm just trying to touch a little bit in all types of, types of genres, not just one. So I'm super excited Absolutely. about it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just, you know, broaden my... Correct. Y'all really enjoy what y'all doing, and it's actually coming over the airwaves. But I want to ask Anitra her take on the quick draw McGraw scenario. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Get to them. Let them know what it is. Talk to me, girl. girl. Talk to me, girl. (laughs) Is she there? Anitra? Did we lose Anitra? I think we just I got I heard. the call. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we dropped with her call dropped. I hope oh, she calls right. back in because okay, I would love to hear her, her take on it. <laughs> I mean, just, we're not bashing, but we're bashing. We're not bashing, but we're bashing. Because, you know, a lot of times <laughs> it is our fault. Because we geek y'all heads up when we know we really roll in our eyes in the back of our head. Oh, I have done that. Oh, my God. I have definitely done that. I have definitely done that. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. We're going to roll our eyes in the back of our head and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. You looking at the watch. You like, what time? My show about to come on. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're supposed to let them know. And it's crazy because I had made a post about this. Um, I had a couple of months ago. I said, man, you know, as far as black women, black women are so outspoken. You all can talk about anything. If you are straight in anything, your attitude, your mouth is spicy. But when it comes to that bedroom, y'all want to be docile and, and and not even open your mouth. So if the man is no, not completing no, you, it is not just that. But most of the time, I'm going to say women in general, but especially. Black women, because I'm black, we are dominant. So by us being dominant, when you're dominant in every aspect of your life, at some point in time, you like to be submissive. And so during sex, that is that time. So it's not that we're doing it just to be doing it. We need y'all to take control. But at the same time, we know that you got to stroke a man's ego. Absolutely. If I'm not doing it right, yeah, if you're not satisfied, let me know. Say, baby, do it like this. This is the way I like it. Let's try. Let's try something different. Like I did, mm-hmm. but, I, mm-hmm. but not all men are receptive to those, those yeah, type of conversations. You know, and I know, and yes, and I was about to say that because 
um, in my past, I try to share with a guy, and he got offended. He got seriously offended. Mm-hmm. I, and I try to put it in a way, I didn't want to say you a quick draw McGraw, but I did try to tell him, you know, <laughs> I haven't had had an orgasm in six months. <laughs> but oh, I in nice and he, I said, and I think I know the problem. I said, I think you're real brief. And yeah, I uh-huh. know the way. And he got very offended. I mean, he had it going on. He a businessman, nice looking, everything. But that part, I know I'm not a cheater, but if he was somebody I was to settle down with, I probably would end up being a cheater because that eventually yeah, I would right. be tired of that because it would be like, you know, mm-hmm. that ain't everything, but good God Almighty, like what in the world? And he got offended. He got offended. So mm-hmm. use the men to say, tell them, but then their ego, they'll get mad with you. Oh, she thinks she all that. Then they'll start talking about you. It's the way though. Right. It's the way that you. It's I mean, the way that I, I you mean, bring it to a person. So right. do you think I say the wrong? But y'all don't communicate. No, no, right. no. But y'all don't no. communicate. Y'all don't know how to communicate with us. And we yes. say something, y'all often y'all are very offend, offended, yes. and emotional about what we say, especially mm-hmm. I think about sex because men are very proud about their yes. man part. Yes. So True. when yes. you have to step to them and say, "Look at here." Mm-hmm. That I, I understand Susie was happy and you had Sarah jumping off the walls and you know you, you drove Tasha crazy. However, mm-hmm. I didn't get none of that. Mm-hmm. I missed yeah. slow boat to China five you took, times. And you and took me up to the top of the mountain and left me. You took me up to the top of the mountain and you just left me standing there. That's a good analogy. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, some of the things that I wrote in that portion 
I mean, my my part of the novel just kind of was really deep <laughs> on her aunt mm. on her aunt's background and things like that. So I'm excited for y'all to check that out. I'm really excited for y'all to check that out. I think we did a Absolutely. wonderful job of collaborating with that, me and Justin. I chose the right. I mean, I think I chose the perfect person to write that part of it with me. But look, he was on other radio Absolutely. stations saying saying I had the whip out on him because. <laughs> Because, <laughs> look, he, paint, he is an artist, too, so it'd be times where he'd be somewhere else or doing something else, and I'd be like, uh-uh, it's time to get on this book. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so I was bossing around. Look, oh, she, I was bossing around from another, from another area. She was. She was like, Claire, you all on Snapchat, and you at the bar. Why don't you sit in front of that computer and talk? <laughs> now, but now, 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 Terry said, Terry, Terry said something that was... Mhm. Huh? I was just gonna say, just to be for real, when people become addicted to masturbation, they're really just addicted to their own touch. So it's hard for mm-hmm. them to um to become acclimated to somebody else's touch. But that's mm-hmm. different from quick draw McGraw. We yes, just wanna absolutely. make sure that we understand that that's the difference. There. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead, Dee, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say to Justin, you know, um, Terry said a really key word, bossy. I'm not sure if if men are as receptive to a bossy woman. What's your take on that, Q? We got a lot um, of background. Yeah, this is probably because yeah. I'm in a restaurant. I had to step back and hear my okay. food was getting cold. Um, I, okay. it, it all depends at the end of the day. It all depends on the man and, and his personality. When the bossiness comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, if he's able to to be receptive uh, to a strong woman, giving giving him correction or guidance. Because like you say, at the end of the day, most men are prideful, and it's hard for them to receive right. receive it and, and understand that it's coming from a genuine or a good place. So once that right. man recognizes who it is that's on his team and really she is not his enemy and stuff, he'll, he'll feel mm-hmm. more receptive. But like I said, I still feel like it's always in how you deliver it. So, uh, again, if he's not performing, there's other ways that you can let him know, like, let's try something different. Or you can send him a text message because a lot of times um, our tone is, is, is misconceived or um, looked at mm. uh, or not, re- like not received well. So if you send it in a text message, uh, an email, maybe write, write that man a little note or something like, hey, babe, this is what I'm going to do for you tonight. I'm going I'm to be dressed up in something sexy, and this is what I want you to do. I want you to role play. I want you to come in here and I want you to tear it up hard, you know what I'm saying, if mm-hmm. he delivering it soft, mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes you don't want it soft, sometimes you just want it, want it hard and have to have pulled and stuff like that, but you need to communicate that. So in relationships, mm-hmm. I feel like, and I always stand by this, um, communication is key, you know what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. definitely communicate with your partner because if not, man, he definitely going to step outside or she going to step outside. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's a that's a, that you said a key word, Q. This is Tony, because sometimes people may find it hard to express what it is that they want face to face, and that freedom True. of writing it down is able to get it all out. This is what I want, point blank, and in a sling, you know, give it to me. So sometimes it may be hard to be verbal about it, and that little bit more freedom when you're putting it in words. True. Hey, Tony. I miss you too, man. I'm glad 
I hear your voice. I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Alicia yeah. today. I missed Q this weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Q, did you get any negative feedback from the fellas about um, this particular pen, this this mm-hmm. particular book? No, because I haven't. I haven't really had a chance to promote it other than um, showing the cover. I think we released the cover like two days ago, um, me, Tony, and we got a, man, Terry, I mean, me and Terry, we, she, she has a strong network. She's just bringing me along for the ride, which I'm, I'm very appreciative. Uh, her, Anitra, Shanta, um, Nikki, like, they network are so, they are so tight, and it's just nothing but genuine love between them. So um, when, when Terry reached out to me and she was like, man, I got this idea. I could be a good fit. You know, it just only made sense uh, for us to do it and collab together. Um, she, she's a phenomenal woman, businesswoman. Like, I can call her Ruck. Um, she gives me different guidance. Like, man, she is, she just, I can't say nothing but good things about Terry, and I'm, and I'm glad this will be a part of the project. But as far as the men giving me negative feedback, I have it. I'm just waiting for some men to, to step up to the plate. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm in the middle of my crying moment, and you just start talking about the men. Keep going about Terry, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, look, you should have put Marley on the call. <laughs> I, I know, right? My next book is going to have Marley in the back of it. <laughs> Marley on the cover. Yes. <laughs> Wow, wow. You know, yeah, you, well, just, really you just expounded on the characteristics of Terry, and that's one of my questions. My final question was, what do you love about the strengths in each other? Tell, Terry, tell me what you love about Q. This is Tony. Tell me what you love about Q's strength. He is very receptive to anything, any corrective criticism. He doesn't get angry or mad if I say, I don't like this, or let's do this, or let's change this, or, blah, 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 or let's, come on, we got to get this. He's very receptive to it. He's a he's an artist in all different aspects. Um, he's not only an artist paint wise or you know as far as painting and things like that, but he has a strong background. Um, I do believe everything you go through, God brings you through those things for a reason, and so you can use those things as a strength later. And he's just a strong black man, and 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 that's pretty much what I have to say about him. He's a strong black man. He's receptive to any corrective criticism, and he's a hard worker as well. I get on him every now and then because sometimes he might be at the bar. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, he's a hard working man. When he get on it, he's on it. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, you know, Lisa and I, we were just so cute. You know we love you here on Let's Chat. We love yeah, you. And the words that Lisa and I said today about Q is he's uh, a hard worker. We yes. were just talking about that a couple of hours ago. He's a he's out there hustling. He's about his business, and he's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. And he is, he is a friend yes. of the show, and we love him. Yes. I love y'all. Yes. <laughs> I love y'all. We are so happy, you guys. Thank you, Q. Because you have a good time in New York. I miss my home now that you're up there. You know, I was just Man, telling I'm... at the top of the show how I ran into you last year at the Circle of Sisters. Uh-huh, yep. And I've been I've been chasing y'all, all, you and Lisa, all every state almost. 
<laughs> Every state. You know, we're going to come together all under the under the one state's roof. But you have a good time up there at Circle of Sisters, and I look forward to our next gathering when we're all together. And I have had such a great time with you guys in the chat room tonight. You know, Lisa yes. and I are out of town. This is our live show on the road once again. We're getting pretty good at this, Lee. <laughs> yeah, y'all are. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoy um, being so a, a guest up there. I look forward to, um, you know, checking with y'all again. I definitely want to make sure I Absolutely. tell all the listeners if they want to follow me, follow me at um, Arthur Terry L. Branch, Arthur Terry Branch, or Terry Boss Lady, Boss Lady being one word, Branch. And they can follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram at Arthur underscore Terry underscore L underscore Branch. So. If they put Terry Balsley, they got to spell my first name right. They won't try to put a Y, but it's T-E-R-R-I-E, Balsley is one mm-hmm. word, branch. So I'm in the middle of And when is this fire starter book coming out? Um, well, um, we waiting. We're hoping that it can be released by um, the end of this month. So when uh, we definitely will be letting everybody know once it starts to get closer, but we're hoping for the end of this month to be the release. You know, date and everything. Okay. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, so Absolutely. Remember, I can't wait. Yeah, so when y'all um do check it out, we did just hit us up, tag us in the post and everything. We're just excited. We're going to do some contests and everything as well. Absolutely. Oh, That's going to be awesome. Yes, so much fun. Yeah. Yes, it will be. Yep. So, look, and my grandmother always say, play with fire, you get burned. So my girl is playing mm-hmm. with fire, and and Q's character is a fire starter. <laughs> oh, okay. We, gotta, we need a we need a. Now I'm gonna we, we need, need a fire extinguisher. Look, look, you gotta read. <laughs> we said we need some cheat pulling, hair tugging type of reading that y'all gonna be doing. So it's really, really, really nice. Oh, thank you. We so enjoyed having you guys. I can't wait to one click this. I can't wait. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. it's just going to be worth the wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but thanks once again for joining us here on Let's Chat. And Q, for taking some time out of your busy evening. I hope you enjoy your food and make sure you have them warm it up. This is Tony. <laughs> is he still with us? Yeah, I'm still. I'm still. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you guys have a great I, rest of your evening. Enjoy you your too. weekend. Thank you. You're so welcome. And good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Lisa, I enjoyed our show. I was so upset that that uh, call got dropped because uh, we were just about to to get her in that hot mix. So we're gonna have to uh, do it again. About to bring Maybe when about to tell some things. So we're gonna have to get her in the chat room so we can talk that talk with her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we so appreciate you guys for tuning in, Alicia. And I, uh, I, this show only went up from the top of the show, Alicia. It, it, it couldn't go anywhere else but up. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I definitely agree. This is so fun. <laughs> this is why we do what we do. We really enjoy what we do. It is just awesome to be able to get with these authors and feel the passion. You know, as readers, we get to see it and feel it in their books after they've pinned it. But 
sometimes it's just good to hear and listen to them talk about it uh, and get their, get to experience their excitement because if they're excited when they're writing it, that's why it gets you when you get it because they were excited throughout the process. Mhm. Absolutely. And you hear the excitement and uh especially when you know the book is coming out. I'm like all excited now waiting um you can like wait for it to to drop. You know, because that's sound, first of all, they sound like they had a lot of fun doing it together. And that's the best thing when you're enjoying what you do with each other as authors and you're just bringing out the best of your pen. So I'm really excited. You know, we already know what Q's pen does. And just to see the mix of he and Terry, hmm, that's going to be pretty hot, if I must say so. <laughs> so I, I look forward to that. it. And I can't wait. Yes, I can't wait till that drops. And shout out to mm-hmm. Anitra and that sex slave. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all ain't got this book yet, y'all better go get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I want click tonight. I'm ready. As soon as I can get a free moment, which I can't seem to find many of, but I'm going to keep looking for them. <laughs> yeah, they're going to come. They're going to come one day. Yes, because, you know, they're going to come. Busy. They come. Well, I got a lot to catch up in when we get that minute. <laughs> once again, we so Absolutely. appreciate you for joining me, Alicia, here on Let's Chat tonight. Um we won't be here tomorrow. We will be back next week. You know, we're here with the Sisters of Essence in Fort Worth, Dallas. I gotta, I gotta whisper that name. <laughs> Dallas. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> if you are in the Dallas Fort Worth area, make sure you come out. They put on an awesome event every year to celebrate authors and literature. It's always awesome. Absolutely. So you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and like I said, we won't be here tomorrow. If you're here in Fort Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, I don't know, I'm just a tongue-tied. Dallas gets me all twisted. Come join us. You know, we have some great authors that are with Sisters of Essence this weekend, featured authors. We're going to have books. You can get your books signed, get some new author material. So make sure you come out and support us and get to meet them. And we will be back next week. You're listening to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and I'm joined by the phenomenal Miss Leisha. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did. And we are. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Oh, pull up on a bump of that bay roll. Shot him on a go, come a bay roll. Uh. Yeah. Anywhere I go, you know the bay roll. Uh. Ball on a ball on a ball on a ball on a ball. Pull up on a bump in that bank Shot it on a go, come a bank Anywhere I go, you know the bank roll. I ball in the stove cause the bank roll. I came out of the streets so the bank roll. You know we gon' eat cause the bank roll. You know about me, you know the bank roll. And I'll be my nigga bank roll. Yo, ball like a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy bank roll. Yo, ball like a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy bank roll. I came out of the streets so the bank roll. You know we gon' eat cause the bank roll. You know about me, you know the bank roll. And I'll